Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. What is up, Golf Strategy School? I am back, and today we are talking about something that actually came as a question from a listener, and I can't believe I haven't talked about this before, but we're talking about two of the most confusing numbers on the scorecard for golfers. We're talking about the rating and the slope. So let's jump in. Let's break it down. What do these two numbers mean? Let's talk about it. So simply put, the course rating is really what a scratch golfer should shoot on that given course. Now, if you're unfamiliar, a scratch golfer is someone who is basically shooting par every single time when they go out and play. They're averaging zero strokes over par. So a scratch golfer on a course that has a rating of 72 should shoot 72. Now, as that course rating number gets smaller, the easier the course is for a scratch golfer. So a course with a rating of 70 is going to have a scratch golfer averaging 70 on that course. Even if par might be 72, that course is a little bit easier, so that person may shoot a couple strokes under par. Really, again, the important part to remember here is that the course rating is what a scratch golfer should shoot. So if a scratch golfer is not your handicap, then really the course rating is not as pointed at you. It can still tell you about the course in terms of its overall difficulty rating, but it's not really the number that is tuned to you. The slope rating is the one that is speaking more toward the higher handicap golfer now. This is really kind of pointed at someone who's kind of like a bogey golfer, so someone who's shooting roughly 18 over par for 18 holes. And this value, it's it's different, it's weird because it's so much bigger of a number, but it's going to fall somewhere between usually like 55 and 155, and 113 is kind of the average slope rating number so if you're looking at that that slope number and it's in the hundred and teens then you know it's basically an average difficulty golf course for a higher handicap golfer now as the slope rating goes up that means that it is a more difficult course for the higher handicap golfers and like you can see as it goes down you're going to see an easier golf course kind of fall out in front of you. And when we think about these two numbers and why we might have two numbers, 
it's really because golf is not a straight linear progression of skill, right? So you might play, like if I look back at my my own career, I played for probably my first four years and I really, really struggled to break 80. The first two or three years, I was making great progress. Like my first time I played golf ever, I shot 114 at a little local municipal course. I played it a bunch of times since, but that was the first time I ever played golf, shot 114. My progression rate from beginning to almost breaking into the 70s was pretty linear. I was taking big steps, making big improvements, and so my scores were dropping and dropping and dropping. Well, once you kind of hit that threshold of, you know, in the mid to low 80s, trying to get over that hump of shooting into the 70s is a much taller task. And that is where the improvement usually, obviously not everybody's the same. Some people are just like a a rocket ship, but that's where most people really start to see a lot of struggles. And that's where their progression and their, their skill progression really quits being linear. For some people, it's trying to get over the hump of shooting into the 80s, you know, breaking 90 for the first time. And that's where their their progress stops being linear. For more people, I would say, it's, you know, you start shooting 82, 83, you start doing that consistently, but you've never broken into the 70s, you're going to start just kind of like knocking on that door over and over and over again. And so that's why we really need two numbers, because if we went just off the course rating, that's all good and fine for the very select few people who are scratch golfers, but when we look at what the masses are, we need some type of measurement, some type of statistic that we can put toward their experience. So the slope and the rating are those two figures. And that's why you use those two numbers in terms of, uh, you know, measuring the difficulty of a course. So when you're, if you do your handicaps online, you know, you have to, type in the course rating and the course slope. Obviously this changes based on what T box you're on, but that's why it needs those two numbers. Because if you were going to accurately assess how difficult this course is for you, we need to know how difficult it is for scratch golfers versus how difficult it is for kind of that, you know, weekend golfer. And that's where these two numbers come into play. Higher handicap golfers, you know, they're running into situations where maybe the terrain impacts them more. Uh, Maybe it's speed of the greens. They just can't handle those lightning fast greens. And there's a bigger kind of uh, opportunity for them to have those explosive holes where they're writing down the six or a seven or an eight or a nine. And that is what that slope figure brings into perspective. It's like, all right, well, you know, this person had a double bogey on a par three. Well, is it because they were just having a bad day or was it because this course is really, really tough and the greens are like black ice? Well, if that slope rating is up high, 
then that double bogey won't impact your overall handicap number as much. So I think it's really cool once you start to understand these two numbers, you can take your own golf card, you can look at you know, where you've played recently, and if you play a lot of different courses, maybe you can start to see some patterns where you struggle at the more difficult courses, like most of us do, but you know, you can see that, hey, I'm I'm doing really well at these lower slope rated courses. Now, where we can really kind of tune this for our mental game to to really get the most out of ourselves, and this especially goes for people who are knocking on that doorstep of a new milestone score. Look at the slope. Look at the rating. Find an easy golf course. And again, this is really if you're right on that threshold, right on that precipice of breaking into like a new milestone or something like that. Find an easy golf course and play that golf course. Because it will be it will provide you more opportunities to shoot that new all-time best or to break into that new, you know, digit zone if it's if you've never had a round below 85 or if you've never had a round in the 70s or maybe you've never had a round in the 80s. Go find that easier course and play that course because most of the time, if you can do it once, you can do it more than once. A lot of times your brain just needs to have that proof of, hey, we can do this. So you can use this to your advantage. If you feel like you're playing really well, but you're still stuck on some milestone number, go find that easy golf course. Do the research. Like most golf course scorecards are on their website. Look at it. Go find the easy course. Go play the easy course. Hell, play the easy course from the forward tees. I know when I was playing a lot of competitive golf uh, right out of high school, I was playing in our local city tournament. And the, the son of the head pro just was on fire. I think he was one or two strokes off the course record that day. And I talked to him because he was only like three, four years older than me. I'm like, hey, where did that come from? Like, I'm used to you shooting around par. I'm used to you shooting one or two under par. But dude shot 63 on a par 72 course. I asked him how he did it. He's like, well, I wanted to get into the birdie mindset, so I played it from the forward tees so I could get comfortable having birdie putts on almost every hole. Now, you got to remember that this is a person who was a a plus golfer, a better than scratch golfer. He played D1 college golf, and he was a very, very skilled player. So he knew that he would actually be having birdie opportunities on most holes, especially if he's playing them from the forward tees. So he did that, and he basically locked himself into the mindset of it's okay to putt for birdie. He put himself in that situation so many times that he just got super comfortable with it. So come tournament day, when the tees were 20 or 30 or 40 yards further back, it was a different club, but it was not a different feeling standing over the ball. It was still approach shots into big greens. 
And it was still a whole lot of birdie putts that he trained himself how to handle. So those are a couple of ways that you can take this course rating and course slope figures and you can kind of tune them to your advantage or maybe even just set some more realistic expectations. So if you do have a bad hole, you can take a peek at that slope figure and you can say, hey, you know what? This slope is like 131. This is a difficult course for a higher handicapper. If I have a double or a triple bogey, it's not the end of the world. Chances are I'm going to have one. So let's just acknowledge it. Let's let it go. And let's start making some pars or some bogeys again. So with that, I will leave you as always and say I will catch you in the short grass. Cheers, everybody. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.